Today I talked to Wayne with Waste Partners. There are a lot of unique challenges in the garbage removal industry these days. It's Quentin Time, Episode 3. All right, it's Quentin Time. Quentin Time highlights people who make things happen. And we have someone who fits that category today. It's Wayne from Waste Partners. Wayne has been a part of Waste Partners since 2012. Listen, if you live in the Brainerd Lakes area, you know what Waste Partners is. So it's <laughs> everyone has Waste Partners out in their yard. Very important to this community. And I've been looking forward to having you on. So how's it going, Wayne? Good. And we actually get confused with Waste Management. No, Waste Management's also got the green cans, 80,000 employees. Mm-hmm. We're a small company up in Pine River with about 40 employees. Okay. So maybe they don't know or they're confused about who you are. Yeah, they know we pick up garbage. <laughs> Which is one mess. <laughs> What's your like official title? So I'd be the operations manager. I wear a lot of different hats. Okay. I do the safety, the sales. I read your description on your website. I thought, I just need to ask you because yeah. you do have the list of what you're doing in the company is long. Yeah. And I think, you know, when we started out 10 years ago, we had half as many people. We were doing it with that and you just did more things. And as we've gotten bigger, people have become more, this is my job now and specialized. Specialized. Cool. Where were you before this then? Was it a waste management company? So when I was in the military, came out of there as a heavy equipment operator and believe it or not, ended up in a garbage truck. So I have worked for three generations of Logies. I worked for the grandpa and then the son and now his sons who just took over the company on January 1st. Right. I did have a hiatus where I worked at a power company in between. So I've been in the industry about 25 years. So you've worked with big equipment though this whole time. Like how long were you in the military? About eight years in the National Guard. Okay. So that's your thing, like officially, is like (laughs) working with big machines. It has been. And then how is that transition going? You guys have new owners. I think really good. They've been in it with their dad. They were around when they were kids, washing carts and doing things like that. And then they kind of went to college, did their own thing. And dad said, hey, you want to come back? We're getting to that age where we need to make a plan. And so they came on board and here we are. I'm guessing they're not like kids, kids. They're not my Mm, age. 28, 30, right in there. Okay. So you have seniority a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if there is that, but yeah. (laughs) Who is your role model? Who do you look up to? When I when I think about that, I probably is a guy that really likes what he does for a job. And I look at somebody like an Al Ender, that the guy lives and dies fishing. That's what he does. Mm. I mean, I love to fish too, but this business I love. I've been around it for 20 years. I kind of know the ins and outs of it. When I look at him and I think, wow, there's a guy that's really doing what he wants to do. And you're a big fishing guy. We need to talk about that <laughs> sometime. I don't know if I can do that this time, but maybe we'll get away with it next time. Sure. And then what's like your main motivator in what you do? The day-to-day operations of what we do, it's unlike any other job. If it snows, if it rains, if it's cold, it really doesn't matter. You have to pick up that garbage. We can't do it the next day because we do so many stops in a day, you can't do it the next day. There's not enough trucks. There's not enough time in a day. So really, we have to get it done. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that means three, four of us getting in trucks. I mean, I still get in a truck and go out and help on days at the four feet of snow. And you got to get it done. We just go out and do it. What's a normal day look like for you? I get there at five in the morning. It's when the drivers get there. We get everybody out the door by 530. I'm getting my stuff done because that's the quietest time of the day between five and eight before the phone starts to ring. Right. And then I'm dealing with drivers and their issues. They can't get to something or people call. And we don't have a salesperson. We don't go out and go door to door. So when people call and say, hey, what can you do for me for garbage service? Then we handle that. It's day-to-day operations. It's the safety. It's the hiring. It's right. just kind of everything. There's a video on your website of all of the uh, the trucks going out yep. in, a, in a big line. 
Does that happen? Is it that Every morning at 5.30. There's just like that in the video? 13 trucks that go out just like that. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, if you're going through Pine River at 5.30 in the morning, try to avoid that spot. <laughs> Your website is wastepartnersinc.com. Inc.com. Wastepartnersinc.com. If people want to see what I'm talking about, you can see there's a drone shot with the sun rising in the background and then all the trucks making their way out yep. for the day. So you guys are in a situation right now that the whole world is in. We are. But you, your business is driving. <laughs> like, literally, you need gas for your business. You know, I could realistically walk to work. You guys can't walk to pick up everyone's trash. So what's going on with the whole gas price thing? So what happens is we've got, you know, 15, 16 trucks that go out per day that get four miles to the gallon. So we're using 15,000 gallons of fuel a month. And when it goes from $4 a gallon to $5 a gallon, I mean, it's an instant cost to us. And that's just part of it. You know, our parts, our labor, our paper clips, just like everyone else. The other things are going up also. Right. But the fuel we can combat with a fuel surcharge. And some people don't like to see that on their bill. But the good thing about that fuel surcharge is a year and a half ago, it was at 11%. When I sent a bill out a couple of weeks ago, it was at 17%. Today, it's at 25%. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. And at $5 a gallon, I paid four ninety nine nine yesterday. But if that fuel drops back down, it's not like a price increase. It'll drop back down with it. Right. You hope people understand that, hey, it's a big part of our business, the big cost. And so, yes, your $35 bill might go up a few dollars because of that fuel. Mm-hmm. We do get a lot of calls on that. People wonder why it's on their bill. People misunderstand the recycling on their bill. They think they're being charged for it. It's really not a $9 and $8 charge. It's an 8 or $9 non-taxable fee. If you didn't have that recycling, it would be on your normal bill. That $8 still goes into your bill, and you pay a full tax on it. So it's saving you $0.50 cents a month, a right. dollar to recycle. But they see the number. But they see the number and yeah. think immediately, I just won't recycle, and it won't cost me that $9. Right. And it doesn't work that way. <laughs> and I was asking you before we started recording, I said, I don't want to believe these news articles and be crazy that like we're going to hit record number prices. And then your answer was... We're already there with diesel fuel. Yeah, we're not paying the California prices right now, but we're paying the highest in Brainerd prices that we've right. seen. And it's a cost that you have to pass through. And people just have to understand that it will it will drive a small company right out of business. And, and especially if you don't see those costs immediately because you just, you're going backwards. It's more expensive for you to dispose of recycled stuff than it is just normal garbage. Correct. So like in Crowing County, when we go to the landfill, we pay by the ton. So I'll pay $50 a ton to get rid of garbage. To get rid of recycling, it's not necessarily disposed of, it's recycled, and it has to go through a process. The glass, plastic, tin, and aluminum, I actually pay $107 a ton to get rid of that. So to kind of combat that, we'll do our own cardboard, and we bail some of that, and we'll even get paid for it in the end. But the glass, plastic, tin, and aluminum, that's $107 a ton to actually dump out of the truck. People think, oh, nobody's recycling it. Well, we do recycle it, and we recycle a lot of it. We recycle 6,000 tons of it a year. About a fourth of what we do is recycling. Right, which is a crazy ratio. That's a good ratio, I think. And some of that has to do with some of the drop sites in Cass County. We pick up a lot of recycling there, and even spots we don't service the garbage. So I think that's why the ratios may be a little different on our company than another company. But yes, we pick up a lot of cardboard. We probably haul 30 tons of cardboard a week. Wow. And so, (laughs) and then that gets bailed and then shipped out by semi. For these businesses, it can be a cost saver. And the biggest thing is recycling is not tax 17% where garbage is. So on top of this fuel going up, they also get a 17% tax on garbage that's commercial. 
and it's about a 10% tax on residential, 9.75. That's why you see it separate on your bill also. We break out the $9 because you don't get that 9.75 tax Right. where garbage does. So in the end, it saves you some money to recycle. So we want people to do it. We have a couple different ways. We used to have the bins that looked like they were laundry baskets, and we're now switching to the 65-gallon carts with an orange lid. We charge a dollar more a month for those. And just because those carts cost us 65 to $70. Sure. Our drivers, you know, have changed. We used to hire industrial athletes. And if you remember, you know, it wasn't even that long ago, you were, you were dumping cans hanging on the back of a garbage truck. Right. And now you watch them and it's an automated arm that runs out, grabs it, and 10 seconds later, they've left your house and they're going to the next house. Right. That arm is even changing from in my lifetime because that snowstorm like two months ago. I didn't move my car. So on top of the snowstorm, my car was in the way of our trash. And it was garbage day. And I was like, you guys are screwed. (laughs) And I come out, and the arm is coming around the front of my car, picking it up. And it just it did it just fine. And it was yeah, on it reaches out. It takes longer to reach out like that, but yes, right. it can go out about eight feet. And it does help in the snowbanks and then the tight alleys. We've changed, and I, and I kind of laugh. I say we're we're more of a gray-haired group now because we used to hire kids coming out of high school that we wanted to buck cans, right. and now all of a sudden people are coming off the road. They want a job that's not on the weekends and not evenings, kind of a Monday through Friday job. And we offer that at a, at a pretty good wage. I don't think people understand maybe what a garbage man makes. You know, I hire in a driver within the first year. He's making in the upwards of high 50s to low 60s. Mm-hmm. And in a few years, they're making $60,000, $65,000 a year wow. as a garbage man. So there's a stigma to it sometimes, and people can't get over that. It is a pretty nice job mm-hmm. in the Brainerd area. And you know that the whole like elementary school teacher thing, like... Said we attention. wouldn't get paid to look out the window. And here we are, <laughs> driving, looking out the window. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and making a lot of money doing it. So yeah. it's worthwhile. And then, of course, we're having blizzards here every day. It seems to be. <laughs> so what kind of challenges do you guys have? I mean, you're not sliding around the roads. We do. And actually empty. A garbage truck isn't very good. There's no four-wheel drive garbage trucks that we have anyhow. Oh, and so are they rear-wheel drive? They're rear-wheel drive. Oh. And once you get three, four, five tons of garbage on them, they're all right. But when you start out in the morning empty, they do slide around. And, you know, we're pulling people out. People don't understand to pull out a garbage truck is like $400. Wow. And people want us to go on these little tight roads and pick up their garbage and do things. We have to be careful on what we do. Sometimes we're better to wait a couple hours and let the roads get plowed. Right. But normally we actually go in early. We throw a bunch of trucks at it. People take their time and we, we just get it done. In my 40 years of garbage, I don't think I've ever seen it where we didn't go in and actually pick up the garbage that day. Wow. We've never had a day that we didn't do it. Not once. Not once. They do go through the snow once they've got some garbage on them and they're heavy. Right. As a big truck, they'll but go they through the snow. But they do slide around. Yeah, way more than you'd think. Wow. And, you know, even the, almost on just a, the slightest of hills, they won't move. Those duels in the back are even worse because they get four sets of tires, and so they slide that much easier, that less wow. weight on them. Are they top-heavy, too, then, I'm assuming? Yeah. I mean, we've had one, uh, you know, we put them on their side before, okay. and it's, yeah, you have to be careful driving a garbage truck. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be sliding around and... We try to have people be conscious of that, and it's it's a big thing. Do you have a disaster story? I will tell you that long ago there was a company in town that was not one I worked for that actually went around a corner too fast and it tipped over on a car, and it was actually the death of their small business because really? it ended up, and this was, you know, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so things like that happen, and, you know, you don't you just don't want that. 
You don't want to be on the front page of the paper with that bad publicity. Right. So as a small business owner, insurance costs, those things too, they, you know, they go through the roof. You start having claims like that. And nowadays a garbage truck, and people don't understand this, you know, a garbage truck is probably $250,000. They're hard to get. They're just like the pickup trucks. Right now it might be a year before you can get one. Maybe four or five years ago, we didn't have any of those sidearm garbage trucks. And now everybody that goes out has one and most of the backups are those. Short of the poor recycling guys that actually still have to get out and pick up a bin, most of them are in the cab with that arm. Sure. How many backups do you guys have then? We have a lot. I would say we probably have 11, 12 trucks that are backed up to the 14 to 16 that go out. And they're different types. There are rear load garbage trucks, side load garbage trucks, front load that we pick up the recycling with. So each one of those, you have to have a backup of that type of truck. And depending on how many you have, how many backups you need. It's a lot to keep DOT'd. It's a lot to keep serviced. 30 below zero is the worst. We can get through the snow and the ice and some of those things, but when it's super cold, those trucks just, if they're going to break, the hydraulic lines, turns like that, that's when it's going to happen. How do you even combat that? Can you just do the first one, like, slowly? We actually try to park most of our stuff inside. Okay. At least it's not covered in snow. Some might not be heated. Everything's inside. They warm up for about 15, 20 minutes before we take them out. We combat it with about four mechanics. That are on your team, on yep, your staff? correct. Ready to go. That are there working every morning. What is something that not a lot of people get about this world? Probably just what's recyclable. I think the term wish recycling. People think, hey, this plastic toy, I don't really want to throw it away, so I'm going to throw it in the recycling, and if it is recyclable, somebody will pull it out. <laughs> right. They'll figure it out. I They'll wish it was it. recycling, so I'm going to throw it out there, and they'll sort <laughs> it out. If you ever go to a plant and see things done, it goes on a conveyor, there's magnets that pick things up, there's a fan that blows plastic off, and it tumbles, and there's a lot of things they try to do, but in the end... There are six, eight people manually picking out what isn't recyclable, or in some cases, I was just in Perm where they burn garbage as an incinerator and to make steam, and then they sell the steam. Those people are picking out what they don't want to be burned, and then they also even try to get some recycling out of there. Sure. So, yeah, it's kind of a neat process. The price they pay for garbage disposal is about triple what we pay because the actual cost to sort that and put it in a burner and run that incinerator... You couldn't do it for $50 a ton. Right. You just, you couldn't charge enough for the steam or electricity you're making. Mm-hmm. So then they, and they charge you more to dump it. And then what advice would you have for someone like wanting to join your team or any business like this? You know, we have a lot of different aspects. I guess when people think of garbage, there's more than just the garbage truck driver. We run a couple of transfer stations. So we have loader operators. We have people that run the scale. The girls in the office and the office staff, what they do is amazing. And, you know, to run 14,000 people and, right garbage days and on the computer and putting them in and taking them out. There's a lot of different aspects, the mechanics. We have a lot of different jobs and not everybody's cut out to be a driver. You know, we're looking for drivers and, you know, we get a lot of over the road guys that just are sick of being gone for 10 days. They want to have them in our case, 45 to 50 hours a week, probably. Mm-hmm. And they're starting at five in the morning. So, you know, and on Fridays, they're probably done by one, two o'clock in the afternoon. Which is and they're nice. home to join the lakes area. I see how that makes sense. If they're just sick of being that far away from home. Now you can stay in your area. Yep, and you're home every night with the kids. Right. You're home to go watch the, the kids play baseball and, and those type of things. So a lot of driving jobs pull you away. You're not home at night. So right. we're one of the few that are not. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Okay, well, uh, I appreciate your time. Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. If you'll ever be back, I would appreciate that <laughs> as well. And there's a lot of things we can cover in a lot of different aspects. And yeah, you know, the garbage industry is a word that's ever-changing. You can pick one subject and talk about it for hours.
Very good.